Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The drunk women will be downing Prosecco at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. You can see them from the 3rd to the 11th of August, inclusive 7.20pm at the Underbelly Bristow Square. Tickets are now on sale at underbellyedinburgh.co.uk. Drunk women Right, chaps, I'm uh, presenting this. <laughs> You're right to cheer. <laughs> so, uh, and I write this on my piece of paper as a hello and welcome to Drunk. <laughs> I always do. To Drunk Women Solving Crime. It's where CSI meets IPA, where B&E meets G&T, oh. and where NYPD meets WKD. Uh, <laughs> thank you, David Smith. Uh, <laughs> it's a true crime podcast with a twist. Of lime! You already know who we are. Thank you so much for coming. Without further ado, please welcome to the stage the amazing Tanya Moore! Oh, how are you doing? Fantastic. Yay! <laughs> Ready for a drink. Oh, you are. Woo! Oh, Hello! You almost hit Tanya with it. That's yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> That's never happened before. That's, that's the energy I, I know. bring. <laughs> Cork popping Tanya. Babes. <laughs> Just call that's me a Tanya's rapper. Boss. First things first. Tanya, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have actually. Go on. It's unsolved. <gasps> I'll tell you why, right? We were burgled 
in our house. Ooh. I know, right? And we came home and the window was open to the living room and there was a there was a footprint on the window ledge. Always remembered that mate, because I'm CSI, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And the TV was taken, the video recorder was taken, and it was uh, back in the 90s, so the video recorder was all we fucking had. Yeah, that was, it was like taking the skybox. Do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, a few valuables were taken, you know, from upstairs and stuff like that. And so um, the police came round and they took a, um, a dusting of the footprint and they took our statement and then that was it. But my mum, the black Jessica Bletcher. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> She thought she knew who it was. Oh. So she made an investigation of her own. Oh, wow. Right, right. <laughs> Found the video recorder. No. I swear to God, right? And I don't know how much of this is going to go out, but she beat the woman up. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> oh my God. So it's unsolved, but solved. <laughs> when confronted oh god no she, she had the video recorder she though. had the it was in her house what was her story she just found it she said it was hers oh it's ours and let me tell you why there's <laughs> nothing in my house that isn't marked with jm which is my mom's surname <laughs> which is her initials sorry joyce small i swear to god nothing every tv even the tv in my house because she bought it for me and i stole it <laughs> that one in my house at the back of it has my mom's initials on it just like write it on or with um, no varnish <laughs> <laughs> and, and did she go looking for the JM and she, That's what, <laughs> she found it underneath the video recorder it's in the bottom oh. I'm telling you she's the fucking Jessica Fletcher I'm telling you. I love that she is. and was this footprint like a lady shoe or no what? it was size 11 I remember how big is this woman? That's a man's shoe okay um, yeah that's what we I mean this woman oh, she's really big woman <laughs> Oh, did, but you think the footprint was hers? We think it was her boyfriend's. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Oh, it's kind of romantic, though. Like, honey, I'm home. Guess what I got you? Yeah. <laughs> Joyce's oh. house. <laughs> this Valentine's yeah. Day, give the gift of VHS. <laughs> I like that. Wow. <laughs> so does your I gotta know more about your mom now. I like know. we just wanna hover on this. Like has she does she take care of other stuff for you? She's a she? mini gangster. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Much not, like I Jessica don't wanna sound stereotypical. <laughs> but she's every black mom you've encountered. <laughs> <laughs> every single one. <laughs> rolled into one human being. <laughs> With a smithering of soft side. That's my. Yeah, yeah. What's an example of her soft side? Because I really feel like I need yeah. to know. Yeah, because no, I, I, I call her a marshmallow wrapped in a shell. That's what she is. So you've got to get through the shell to get the nice bit. Okay. So she's very loving. Like growing up, I was the only one in our family who didn't like spicy food. I am a Jamaican, doesn't like spicy food. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> so she cook me separate meals. Aww. The same meal, but like no pepper. That's nice. Right? Okay. And on my birthday, which is the 20th of December, I didn't like having the Christmas tree up, so it never went up to the 21st. That is, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, if Ooh. I was a shitbag, she'd beat me, but I mean, the fuck of it, it's fine. Because the Christmas tree never went up, so I'll take a beating for the Christmas tree not going up. <laughs> what would you say to the perpetrator of the crime? 
Like, if you could see them now, I guess it's sorry. What is no, that? I mean, <laughs> no, what I want my Disney collection back. Yeah. Did I took the, the Disney The whole collection. What? Did, like videos? VHS? Vid- VHS. All oh. of the collection. So they took the VHS and the videos. And the videos. Oh. That is not on. That's dickish because you stole from the kids at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, steal from my mum, go ahead. But me. Come, <laughs> <laughs> like I was a baby. <laughs> Crossed the line. Mm. I feel like we should have your mom on the podcast. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name again? She's the real star. Oh, you might not want her name on this, but you said her name. Yeah. Don't yeah. Worry. It's Joyce. Joyce. It's lots of editing for it's a moment. It's a good, solid, old school name. It's Joyce. Yeah. 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 It sounds like knitting. Do you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it, Joyce? <laughs> Sorry if your name's Joyce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if your name's Joyce. <laughs> We've had a few people whose mothers are like badasses and have yeah. kind of taken care of business. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I don't yeah. have any such anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie's mum takes care of business. My mom, yes. My mum's a bit like this. My mum and your mum could team up. Oh, hello. <laughs> like crime. Cagney and Lacey. What yeah. happened? Oh, my mum, I've told this on another um, episode, but basically someone ran over our cat. When I was six, someone ran over our cat, hit and run, landed at the feet of the kids that were playing in our street. They drove off. These kids told my mum what happened. There was a, like a, a Ford car. It was like a, uh, a blue or a black Ford or something. And they... Um, so basically, my mum went on the lookout for this car. So she'd be driving us to I school. <laughs> and she'd see a black Ford and she'd just veer off and follow that Ford instead no! of... No! We would be late for school. And then she'd... <laughs> what <laughs> great parenting. I know. It was the 80s. You could do anything. I love her. And then, like, so she, she'd she stop and quest. So she'd literally... She'd have two kids in the car and she'd go, where were you on June 24th? No! <laughs> um... <laughs> And then they, um, they, because she was so, you know, aggressive and professional, they'd be like, oh, um, I was, uh," and they'd answer her like she was a real person. And then um, eventually, not not to make it racial, my mum couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be arrested. (laughs) No, see, and this would come out if they teamed up. Oh my God, yes. We could shine a light. (laughs) Come on, tell me more. Uh, so she, so after a few months of missing school, she found the person. It was this guy, and um, she confronted him. And when she tells the story, she's like, "And he wasn't sorry at all. If anything, he thought I was weird for trying." No. <laughs> um, so basically, because he actually lived really near us, she went back at the dead of night, and she put sugar in his ex- in his uh, petrol tank oh, yeah. and a banana up his exhaust pipe. <laughs> so she basically trashed his car. I mean, she almost killed him, but it's fine. <laughs> she is bad ass. Yeah. I love her. They got it. We got it. Oh we got it. Let's swap mums for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine them family photos? Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> Hi, is that ITV? We've yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. We've got a show for you. We're going to pitch an idea. <laughs> I, I would watch that cop show, though. Oh, my God. I would watch so that. Good. Vigilante like, like mum the female swap. bad yeah, boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wilkins and more. Oh. <laughs> Wilkins and more crime. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, thank you for um, essentially dobbing in your mum. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> she gets that a lot. <laughs> but um, what we're going to do now is we're going to uh, try and solve a, uh, a true crime story. So today's crime is quite a famous one, but I love it so much. I really love this. Um, and it concerns a miscarriage of justice. Ooh. Mutilated animals. Not the reason that I love it. Uh, <laughs> and a famous author who solved the crime. Oh, wow. wow. 
Tell me more. <laughs> was it Jake? You're a whoop. No, no there was you. I said what? <laughs> In a really ghetto American way. <laughs> Arthur, what? Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> We're in, we're in. So, what we need to know is we need to know who the fuck is this author? A couple of clues. It was in 1907. Oh, and it fuck. happened in... Staff- <laughs> uh, it's not Jeffrey Archer. <laughs> it's not J.K. Rowling. Uh, it was in Staffordshire in the UK. Any ideas? Is it Agatha Christie? No. Staffordshire. That doesn't really help because he doesn't come At from Staffordshire. Beatrix, <laughs> Beatrix Potter. No. That would be fucking is awesome. Is he famous? Is he famous? He's pretty famous. Like, oh, it's a man. And not just, and not just for yeah. this. He's famous. He's for, famous. For books too. Do you know what? What's funny is in this, in my actual writing of the case, I've put, yes, it was because I assumed they'd get it. Give us more clues. I love that she assumed we read. <laughs> oh, oh, Doyle. The audience has it. Conan Doyle. Conan Doyle. Okay. Well done, audience. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you said a female author. I'm so sorry. I made that up. No, it was the author of Sherlock Holmes, Arthur Conan Doyle. So uh, some of you may know that Arthur Conan Doyle actually turned detective a little later in his career and solved a few cases where readers would write to him. Uh, Apparently a lot of people would write directly to Sherlock Holmes at 221B Baker Street, which is not a real address. Oh, wow. And non-idiots would write directly to Conan Doyle. (laughs) (laughs) Because that makes more sense. He is a real person. Dear (laughs) Sherlock. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Literally, he still gets letters now. Like, the Royal Mail don't know what to do with them. Um, so is this why Matlock has never written back to me? <laughs> oh man! So Does the Royal Mail need to just email all of those letters to a comedian? To your mum? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Joking. Yeah. That's a one-woman show, right there. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be. So, um, dear Columbo, <laughs> something happened in Conan Doyle's life around this time that some say caused him to actually st- ooh, start. Ooh. Um, Taking on cases. Is this nineteen oh seven? Did somebody, you say? Yeah, somebody in the audience literally went ooh at the something happened. <laughs> <laughs> it does not take a lot to intrigue these people. Easily, please. It's no wonder we're doing so well. <laughs> Just, guys, something happened. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Seriously. Ooh, I'm gonna hit we're, pause. Weren't expecting that. <laughs> Female sober crime. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some say it caused him to actually start taking these cases on. So mm. what do you think, what was this big life change that happened for Conan Doyle? In 1907. Uh-huh. And he's, what, 60? Maybe. <laughs> and previously his career yeah, was just writing books. He's just been writing books. And it's a personal thing that happened to him. He, Maybe what he happened experienced he... a crime. Somebody... Do you think? No, it's not that. Uh. His wife died. Tanya? Yeah. He had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Been alone all the time. You know what I've been writing too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind Wank, of wanking's boring. Let's uh, let's go the full hog. Do you know what? It's kind of the opposite of that, and I feel really bad for saying that his wife dying is the opposite of having sex. But his wife died. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. She did. Katie Wilkins was right. His wife died, and I felt terrible for him as I was researching yeah. this. And then I read that within a year he married someone else. Oh, uh, she was already around. That doesn't mean that he doesn't love his wife. I don't know. I think, like, for my boyfriend, there will be a 20-year mourning period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, when I awesome. die. Like, can you just mourn me a minute? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a bit soon, isn't it? One year. Is it me? Is it... One year is soon. No judgment. No. Whatever works for you. Come on. 
Yeah, yeah. like how much time have you got? Do You're you know not going to date somebody for 10 years. That's I'm not true. sure. 60 plus, yes, you've got a year. Okay, no, that's, that's fine. True. Yeah. Um, so right, let's, right. <laughs> let's get into yeah. the particular case which concerned George Adalgi, um, an English solicitor who was 27 in 1903 when a series of slashings occurred against horses and other livestock. Oh, no. Yeah, known as the Great Wiley Outrages. <gasps> Uh, George was accused of these crimes, found guilty, and sentenced sorry, to seven sorry. years. I'm black. Is this serious? We're talking about animals. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what huh? happened. This is not. Tanya, your... horses are getting slashed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sorry. understand what the confusion sorry. is. Sorry, sorry, go on. <laughs> I was, I'm still at dogs, so let's just, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> so he was sentenced to seven years hard labor. Wait, and um, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, and he was found guilty. And there was very little evidence. The lawyer was slashing horses? Well, but this is the interesting thing, because obviously Conan Doyle gets well, involved. Well, slashing horses is interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... It's, it's not, <laughs> but the, interesting, Taylor, I don't know. But the... Disturbing. Um, but there was, this is interesting because there was very little evidence against him. And is there any ideas why police seem to pin it on him quite so quickly? Yeah, they're lazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. <laughs> and they want to solve a case really quickly. And so it really helps. But also, I'm sure at that time, if you would put in a lawyer away, that must have been big business. That must have been in the press. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Which makes them look good if they were like low on quotas at that yeah. time. Well, yeah. Maybe there weren't enough black people in the prison at the time, but they were bored. <laughs> And here we are. They, they're but getting this lawyer yeah. for slashing horses. Why would he slash horses? He's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally. Uh, <laughs> There's no fee unless I yeah. win. <laughs> so I'm um, just saying. But the thing is, this is this is the thing. The police seem to pin it on him quite quickly because George's mother, Charlotte Stoneham, was the daughter of a Shropshire vicar, and George's father was Shapurji. Um, Idaljai, who was from Bombay and converted to Christianity before becoming the vicar of St. Mark's in Great Wiley and was likely the first person from South, South Asia to be made a vicar of an English parish. Could you say all of that again? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just... It's like Brexit. Let me break it down. Okay. <laughs> Basically. I'm rolling my chair towards you. Tell me, Tanya. <laughs> His dad wasn't English. Ooh. So they hated him. Yep. And arrested him. Got it. For doing a crime that probably an officer committed. Am I right? (laughs) Listen, my mum's Jessica Fletcher, I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm in, I'm fucking in. But yeah, that is exactly it, is that he was a non-white person in Staffordshire in 1907. How dare you? Well, so do you think Wiley welcomes the Adalji family to the parish with open arms? No. No. But so he's a lawyer, though. He's a lot. Law- he's a lawyer. <laughs> that made it worse, though. Oh. Yeah. Well, people didn't. How like dare him. you? How dare you be ethnic and educated? You can't be both. Uh, yeah. And how much power do you have as a lawyer? Like lawyer. you're making decision. Doing way too fucking yeah. much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But this this kind of all started when they first kind of moved to the village, and um, his dad took over the parish as the vicar. Yeah. Um. So there was anonymous threatening letters began being sent to the vicarage, threatening to break the windows in the house. Fucking he ignores, hell. I know. He ignores the letters. Um. So windows were broken. Um, and a threat was made to shoot the reverend. But that's a church, right? Yeah, yeah, it's They're the vicarage. breaking God's windows. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just... No, could you imagine if they did that at the, like, at the, at the, at the inn? 
That would have been a nightmare, wouldn't it? You mean the inn? Like the inn. The inn. Like the inn. With the birth. Like all of them. Of J-Man. Like the one window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the re- breaking God's windows also sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> but they all believe in God. Hey, babes, do you want to break no, God's no. windows? <laughs> I wouldn't say I don't want to break God's <laughs> windows. I mean, it's got to go some back doors. I don't know. I so this was all happening when George was 12 years old and graffiti oh, wow. was written slandering the Adagi family on the inside and outside of the vicarage. They had no spray paint. What kind of graffiti are you I doing in like 19 whatever? <laughs> like with the stones on the wall, isn't it? Yeah. Chalk. So I heard. Chalk graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> in um, a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> Letters were also sent to their maid, 17-year-old Elizabeth Foster, uh, threatening to shoot her. Um, Where was um, she from? Oh, I think she was just from, where is it, Wiley? Um, oh. But one of the letters was written on pages from the exercise book of the Adalji children. Who do you think was writing these letters? Who do you think actually sort of went down with writing these letters? The what, the threatening letters to the family? Yeah. Everyone in Shropshire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did Everyone they, did a letter each. Including Did the they cops. claim that the families were just forging the letters? They're just making it up to look like victims. Ooh. Well, they <gasps> pinned it yeah. on Elizabeth Foster on the maid. No! She's always said that she oh. never did it. But then we went on to a little bit later when George was 16 and that's exactly what happened. They started saying there was more threatening letters and they started saying, well, George is obviously writing them. Wow. Um, yeah, there was more threatening letters and apparently there was no reason or evidence was given for the accusations against George. But the letters apparently ceased after George was accused of writing them and the matter was dropped. But in 1903, when George was a successful solicitor, that's when the animal mutilation started happening in the middle of the night. Long, shallow cuts to the stomach caused the animals to bleed to death. Everyone enjoying their Wednesday night? (laughs) And that's where there's more anonymous letters. But now it all comes together. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to do something grotesque and horrific. Yeah. Well, yes, this is the thing. But of course, these fucking uh, Shropshire people. Shropshire. (laughs) I don't know what to call them. um, Shires people. (laughs) But the letters were written to the police and firstly said that women would soon befall the same fate as the animals. Mm. And then after a while, the letters... First it's the horses. A shallow cut cut to the belly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lipo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down like what are we doing (laughs) Uh, so after a while the letters named the perpetrator of the crimes who do you think the letters said it was well they're blaming the lawyer the letters named the perpetrator of the crime yeah the dad ooh the lawyer it's the Bombay the dad the lawyer we've already thrown the made under a bus so yeah. but the lawyer goes down for them well yes it was the lawyer to be fair um, <laughs> <laughs> there was so much suspense <laughs> I just thought I'd create a little something uh, so the police decided these letters were actually written by George I don't know why he dobbed himself in in the letters yeah. oh he said he did it no he didn't but like why would he do that why would they yeah. if you're writing these letters go oh women will be next love George <laughs> like, yeah why? yeah yeah <laughs> why would he do that um but they decided to arrest him anyway. So they went to the vicarage did to arrest George. Did they check handwriting? Did they do any sort of... They did. They did at one okay. point And they said that that sort of matched. Um, oh, they, wow. <laughs> I know, right? And they said they found some evidence at the vicarage. What do you think they found? Some chalk? A pen. Yeah. <laughs> You've got paper and Yeah, pens. yeah, yeah. A printer. Um, what did they find at the vicarage that, that 
dobbed him in. Yeah, the kind of like they linked him to the A animal. knife? Probably okay. a blue pen and the letter was written in blue. <laughs> it's simple as that. Yeah. Katie? Yeah, I mean, I can't think what else it would be. Same, oh. but I'm going to go with pink Ooh, pen. Horse blood? Horse blood, someone horse says. Blood. <laughs> a horse head? That he sleeps next to. Yeah. And they confiscated a pair of muddy boots, a pair of trousers uh, with dirt around the cuffs, some razor blades, and various other clothes on which they found horse hair. So basically, everything everyone has in Shropshire. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) It's a farm town. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm smart enough to be a lawyer, but I'm not smart enough to get rid of evidence. I know, literally, all of these things are things you have if you live in the countryside. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and apparently, before they arrested him, the police were already watching the house. So on the night he was supposed to have popped out and slashed a horse, he, he would have had to snuck out past six police officers <gasps> who were secretly watching the house and wow. then snuck back in again. But here's where Conan Doyle gets involved. So George sends him a letter. Oh, yeah. Did anybody else forget where this started? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was so involved in the horse I slashing. <laughs> I forgot this was a book. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the author. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in Law and Order, this is where you go, ding, ding. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a bit. It's a touch of glamour coming up. Um, so he gets a letter from George um, after he'd served three years hard labour and he agrees to go and meet him. Now, this is when it gets a bit Sherlock Holmes. So oh. when Conan Doyle enters the room, <laughs> I was like, I was going to call him Arthur and then I was like, Clonan. Clonan Doyle, which is his clone, enters the room. He sees George reading a newspaper and immediately knows he must be innocent. Because he reads. (laughs) (laughs) But what do you think about the way he read the newspaper that confirmed this for Conan Doyle? It was upside down. Left-handed. Oh, oh I'm wait, left-handed. but how can you tell? I'm left-handed. <laughs> oh, we're special. Yes. <laughs> but you don't hold a newspaper with one hand. No, he turned it like backwards. <laughs> <laughs> this world makes no sense to oh, me. Oh, he did this way. The way he was reading oh, a newspaper. newspaper. What did it made prove? Him look did it, innocent. Could it prove how he couldn't have done slashing or something? Like if he's left-handed. Oh my God! Did he have or- a manicure? <laughs> no. Did he have trouble turning the pages so he couldn't have slashed a horse? He has arthritis. Yeah, like something like that. Ah, uh, the way he held the paper. These are yeah. good guesses, but it was something. Well, before I reveal it, does anybody know what Conan Doyle did before he became a writer? He was a, he was a man. <laughs> 
Do you know what? Does it, do you was guys he know? a doctor? Yes, he was. Oh. Yes. Who is Conan? Now, now we got a fuck about it. Who the fuck is Conan? How are you in one lifetime, a doctor, a lawyer, and a fucking detective? <laughs> <laughs> He's not the lawyer. The lawyer is the guy who's trying oh, to get Oh, shit. Off. Yeah, okay. But, but still, a doctor, a writer, and a detective. Yeah, he's quite doing a lot. the most. Um, yeah, he was a doctor. He turned his back on medicine for entertainment, very much the Harry Hill of his day. Well done. <laughs> very niche joke there for anyone <laughs> that knows about Harry Hill. Um, um, so, what Conan Doyle spotted about the guy reading the newspaper, George, is that he held the paper close to his eyes and sideways, proving not only a high degree of myopia, oh. but marked astigmatism. Okay. So he can't slit anything. Yeah. So can't you slash something without having very good vision? I mean, I'm sure that the slash would be then jagged because you'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it it must have been a precise. (laughs) Yeah, like a slit. Slash. Yeah. Yeah. More like a slit. Yes, a slit. Not a slash. All funny. But apparently the um, idea of such a man scouring fields at night and assaulting cattle right, while time. avoiding the watching police oh, yeah. 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 Yep, 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 yep. was just like unheard. And I have an astigmatism and the thing about it is that at night if I'm sort of like lying in bed if I close one eye and I open the astigmatism eye <laughs> which is what I call it. It's my best one. Um, but genuinely I can't see light out of it. Like I can't see where the window is in my room. I can't really? see where, Yeah, I can't see anything. And then I open the other eye and I'm like this is a fun game of when is Hannah going to go blind and it's like and I can see the window and so I kind of got this I was like yeah Yeah. it does make sense to me that a guy with that bad and it's about the fact that he was slashing um, animals at night at Mm -hmm. night he can't see yeah okay Mm. there are different levels of seeing in the dark eating carrots okay so new evidence has come to light. Conan's it has. Conan's in the mix. Conan's also, in the mix. you don't want that as your lawyer. I mean, he sounds like a great guy. <laughs> but if you know, like if he's struggling that hard to read a newspaper, I'm just thinking <laughs> about him like, yeah, look no. into the, I'll just know, get my books. He <laughs> definitely stops working on my case at 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Like I want an all night lawyer. I want someone who's on the case all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the guy you want. <laughs> um, but there was also that's some great branding. Yeah, yeah. All night lawyer. Like I want, all, I want someone who I, I can call at 11 p.m. He's like I'm still working. Great. <laughs> I can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Williams, all night lawyer. Um, also, so there was something else about uh, George's eyes that um, provided Conan Doyle with a possible explanation of why the police may have been predisposed to suspect George. And this is super out of order. Can you think about what it was about his eyes that made people go, oh, he's deaf? Like, ruin it. His eyeballs were high fiving each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But this was it. It was his inability to focus his eyes gave him an odd, distracted look that could be easily interpreted as sinister. <laughs> that was how easy it was to be arrested for... Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, like, obviously, all this eye stuff alone isn't proof that George is innocent. Yeah. Uh, so, Conan Doyle started reviewing the evidence. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think he discovered about the muddy boots? The muddy boots? Mmm. They don't fit his feet. Ooh, that the wrong size shoes. The yeah. yeah, wrong size or mm. the mud doesn't... Isn't the same mud as the mud where the horses are? It's foreign mud. Yeah. Foreign mud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. in, guys. I'm fucking in. I'm fucking in. <laughs> What's next? They don't call her Jam's daughter for nothing. Come on. <laughs> Joyce, Joyce. But genuinely. Jam. Yeah, Joyce. Oh, Jam, sorry. Come on. I yeah. thought you said Jan. 
No. I'm so sorry. Shorthand. Uh, so, yeah, it was the soil. It was the soil in the fields uh, were different to the soil where the animals were mutilated. Mm-hmm. And the razors were apparently just Lack razors. of manure? What? They were just fucking razors. So someone's planted this evidence. No, he or just had razors. He's a man. Oh, right. He shaves. Yeah. I mean, in the okay. daytime, but he shaves. <laughs> Um, really and I'm allowed to say that one as well. <laughs> but the handwriting expert who testified that George's handwriting matched the writing on the taunting letters was discovered to have made a serious mistake on another case causing an innocent man to be convicted. And there's one huge piece of evidence that it wasn't George that anyone living in the village would have realised as soon as he went to prison. Any ideas? The, the crime didn't stop. Oh, Katie's well in. Oh, it didn't, didn't stop. stop. Yeah, the whole and they kept him in prison. Yes. Oh, the shitbags. <laughs> That's me. Oh, so the crime wasn't to Wait. set him up. It was uh, oh, someone was else was doing it. horses. So the horses are still getting slashed and no one thought to get him back out of prison. Nope. Nobody at all. Nobody at and all. And they didn't carry on solving this crime. Well, the only person that did was Conan Doyle. That's why he wrote to him. He was like... So it weren't about the horses. Yeah. Because they were happy having steaks. But <laughs> it's just about putting him in prison. Yeah. yeah, it's a miscarriage of justice. And the killings and the letters continued after George went to jail. Um, uh, but, George, but George was released and Conan Doyle published his findings in The Telegraph in what was described as an 18,000-word summary. That's not a fucking summary. <laughs> no. 18,000-word <laughs> summary. <laughs> I was human when I read that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, The Telegraph. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then back when they used the Bibles, so yeah. I'm sure that was a summary. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> really short read. Um, so after that, what, who do you think starts getting threatening letters? Oh, oh Conan. No I, way. Part of me thinks we're talking about Conan O'Brien right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Is it I, wrong that that's who I've been picturing all this time? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, oh, the, now the police will get threatening letters when no, everyone knows Conan. how bad they are. But no, Conan gets the threatening letters. Oh, yeah. From the police. I do know another thing about Conan Doyle. Just a real, real quick fact. Let's have a look at the time. Oh, dear. Um, but, the, um, but Conan Doyle, like, he had five children. And he doesn't have any direct descendants because none of his children had children. Really? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Mm. That they know of. (laughs) None of his children. Was he he a popular author in his time, though? So he's well-known. He's well-regarded. Did people... Um, boycott his books? Oh, yeah, did they believe the rumours? Yeah. Yeah. What about his Him being the... So when, when it, what, the letters he were getting, what were they saying? <laughs> Sorry, okay. Let's go back to the letters. I, <laughs> I went off on one about, why don't those children have children? Yeah, me too. I was <laughs> there with you. Don't worry. Um, no, so I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm just worried that people stopped reading. <laughs> so um, he starts getting these letters telling him to butt out. Um, but within it, he found a crucial clue. Oh, oh, handwriting oh clues. So they send him these letters and then he uses them. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the letter apparently contained a scathing remark about a former headmaster um, of the Warsaw Grammar School in Staffordshire. And Conan Doyle remembered that one of the letters sent to the Reverend Adalji had contained a similar reference. So what do you think Conan Doyle did next? Pays that guy a visit? Oh, interview. He went to see the head teacher. Of course he bloody did, didn't he? Of course he he did. He contacted the ex-schoolmaster and asked if he could think of anyone who had attended the school that might have... Oh, my God. 
I've, I've solved the crime. Go on. <laughs> Someone from school. <laughs> <laughs> At the last minute. Shan, like I've done, done that. Um, so yeah, the schoolmaster suggested a boy who he had expelled years before for uncontrollable, destructive behaviour. Now that man still lived in the village, and Conan Doyle went on to find enough evidence to prove that it was him that did the slashing. Now I haven't mentioned him tonight. No. But he is a prominent person in the village. Um, think about the crime. Any ideas who it was? Police. Detective. Police? Butcher. It was a butcher! Yes! What was it? Free meat? And he forgot to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently it was a local butcher. So, um, so he solved that crime. Conan Doyle solved that crime. Famous authors solving crime. Did we find out why the butcher was killing animals? No, there wasn't a lot on that, actually. It was more... Can't stop so, cutting. Yeah. <laughs> Must. <laughs> so Just what? I mean, like, warming. you can't get enough during the day. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, you're That's surrounded like, by... It's already dead, yeah. bro. That is the sex addiction the work. of a butcher. Yeah. <laughs> That's like butcher's addiction. Oh, my God. Were the animals sexually abused? Because they could have been slashed and fucked, were they? I feel like just saying. Hey, we've got to, we've got to, We're detectives. We have to go through every avenue, and I don't think they were. <laughs> um, but it sounds like policing back then was very minimal. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't have known. Um, but yeah, Tanya's so just trying to feel bad for horses. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I'm trying? This is. So, um, yeah, Codador actually went on and solved loads of other crimes, including when he went in search of Agatha Christie when she went missing for 11 days. Wait, what happened to the butcher? Oh, and then say that again, because that sounds exciting. <laughs> the butcher, I don't know the butcher. I and don't know what happened. Like, did lawyer, he go down for it? Maybe. And the lawyer gets out, right? The lawyer gets out. The lawyer and with is, a full pardon. Does the lawyer represent the butcher? Because, <laughs> oh, come on. What a show. That's Everything's a, good a show. Idea. Everything's a show. <laughs> I wish the BBC were on it back then. Do you know what? So good. <laughs> um, George gets out, but the Your thing Honor, is, I'm just going to read this statement. I, I can't. <laughs> he got out, but when he got out, he didn't like. So he needed almost like a full pardon to be able to sort of like do law again. Yeah. Um, but that's what Conan Doyle got him. So Conan Doyle got him to the point whereby oh, he could have. Okay, a he could have his career back. Yeah. So he got good. his career back, and he sort of like continued to be a short-sighted lawyer. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is maybe not how he... Um, Does he drive? Um, oh, I don't... I mean... So he went in search of Agatha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is just like... Uh, just a coda, really, is that, yeah, the Conan Doyle, like, he solved all of these different crimes after... What, where was Agatha Did he for find 11 Agatha? days? Yeah, where was um, she? I, d I don't think she did, but on Sky Arts, there's a great urban myth which is written by oh. somebody that I know, which is amazing. It's brilliant. And it's all about this. It's all about Conan Doyle. And Finding it's all about Agatha. him trying to find Agatha Christie. I, just, I had no idea. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, like, Does this an mean author. that like, J.K. Rowling could do magic eventually? <laughs> She'd be like, you know, I've written about it. Was, it's time was, to do it. Was Agatha in Shropshire? <laughs> <laughs> well, the big old knife. Hey, was he the killer? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess we're saying uh, to Arthur Conan Doyle. Don't Arthur just write it. Doyle! Don't just write it. Fucking do it. Yeah. Unless you're writing about murder, don't. We've Stephen got King, no. So, I've got a crime here. Um, someone was airdropped something on a very busy overground. Huh? Hello, do you want to come forward? Are you happy to? Okay, what? thank you. I mean, this is... 
<laughs> this is our listener grammar. It's not uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, come here, come here, and tell us all about it. I'm sorry, it's, it's really hello. Airdrop something? Wasn't it? Hello. Airdrop? I'm so intrigued. It's going to be dick pics. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, is I'm it dick pics? It was, of course. Oh my <laughs> god! Airdropped what like happened? on your like on your phone. I thought yeah. like somebody dropped <laughs> like a drone, like a real life penis. <laughs> I thought it was a drone. (laughs) Yeah, it was on the overground. I was on my way to work. And then I was just, you know, doing the Instagram scroll like we all do with the headphones on. And then just, whoop, penis on the screen. And I I don't know who it was. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Just to a random stranger. The setting like turned off. Does he know that you are receiving it? Yeah. He knows he's he's sending it. To someone. So he's on the train right now looking around to see who's going to be like, yeah, and it cu- apparently it comes up as like your name and then like iPhone. So it comes oh. up as Lily's iPhone. Oh. So I guess and he just, just knew he was sending ready. it to a, like, to a random woman. Yeah. 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 Can you return a photo? Oh, you totally should have been like this. <coughs> <laughs> totally should have done that. For the listeners, Tanya has just taken a snapshot <laughs> of her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that happened. <sighs> yeah, it was only on iPhone. I didn't know you could do that. Neither did I. Is it only on iPhone? Yeah, thank Jesus for Android. So was it a busy carriage? Yeah, it was like the like normal 9am rush. And did you look around to see if anyone was looking shifty? Well, I saw... A 9am dick pic. Yeah, it's never... I'm not saying there's a right time for a dick pic. 7am. There is a wrong time for sure. Like unsolicited dick pic. Unsolicited 9am. You Was it circumcised? I don't think so, but they're always unimpressive. You never get a nice one. (laughs) Then they look full. It's just like a kid who's sheer eye. It's never. Yeah, yeah. What I made. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta pretend to like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I sort of had a look around, but then I was a bit worried that someone was gonna be looking to see if anyone had noticed. And I was like, I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Good girl. So I just looked down and carried on. Can I ask? So far, the word deleted hasn't been said. Uh, do you still have said dick pic? Probably among oh my all god, everyone's been sent. Oh my gosh, we have to write to him right now. I be need like, to congratulations see it. on the birth of your son. Yeah. Oh do you, do, so do you? No. Have, does it say his name and fo- iPhone? No, too? it just like pops up, and then he didn't have a name on his. Oh, so, so he's like completely anonymous. Yeah, and then I was just like, oh, go. And then, he's skilled in yeah. this game. Yeah. See, in my world where you have to do this by drone, <laughs> it's a lot more difficult to get, imagine getting a physical <laughs> I think that well, might look, be Well, is it for me? Oh, oh. I don't, I don't know how we're going to solve on. this. We can't tell the age of the perp from his penis, or can we? Were the veins grey or blue? <laughs> He definitely still had life in him. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) If the police weren't having their budgets cut all over the place, could they, in theory, trace that? Can you trace a an anonymous drop? drop. An anonymous drop. Quite difficult. You know, in the business, we call that an anon drop. (laughs) All right, drone lady. Or an a drop. Sometimes an a bomb in the in the office. We call it an a bomb. (laughs) <laughs> I understand technology, it's fine. <laughs> we have a website. Look at you being all young and shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder if you can trace that though. I'm not sure. To the user. I mean, you can get cell site data and stuff, but I'm not sure if AirDrop counts. I think the main question is, what was your name again? Lily. Lily. Hi, Lily. Would some Prosecco help? Absolutely. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> A whole bottle, Lily. Thank, Thank you so much. I feel like Lily needs a friend to help her drink that. <laughs> and it would be mighty racist if that friend wasn't black. I just feel like that, <laughs> I just feel like that Lily. Lily, we'll see you in the bar afterwards, Lily. Thank you. <laughs> Tanya, tell us, what you up to now? I am writing my show, Bully. Um, nice. It Ooh. is a preview and it's for Edinburgh. And I'm doing a split with um, Sean Davies, but I'm doing 30 minutes of a show called Bully. Cool. Okay. Which is really exciting. And it's not your regular, um, oh my God, I was bullied. No one cares. But I'm <laughs> saying I'm doing that. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but you'll care. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Bully. I'm going to be in Edinburgh, uh, 1 to 25 at City Cafe at 710. Nice. Cool. I'm just doing a few things and I'm, I'm gigging a lot. But if you want to know any information, you just go to my website www.tanyamore.co.uk and because my dad's an arsehole my name is spelled like this T-H-A-N-Y-I-A To think that your dad is worse than your mum Oh babe I haven't even fucking started That's why I'm an entertainer I'm fucked up and I'm trying to channel it Well on that note Tanya thanks so much for being you. Thank you Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. You've heard the podcast, now buy the merch. There's a full range of certified organic cotton t-shirts, jumpers and hoodies all on the website. Just go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory. But boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.